0: Alright, let's be real. What has been the hardest thing about your pregnancy and postpartum journey? Is it the postpartum painful sex that nobody talks about? What are you supposed to do with that? Is it the fact that you might have torn during delivery and you have no idea how to heal now that you're in postpartum? Welcome to the Onus Podcast, where we bring on mothers, parents, and pregnant postpartum individuals to talk about their journey and their experiences, to give that knowledge back to people that need it. And we are also attached to the theonuscollaborative.com, which is a free online educational directory where we help moms and parents connect to maternity care providers in their local area. We are here to give the power back to you guys so you have a choice in your journey. We'll have space for midwives, doulas, public floor PTs, massage therapist. And as we continue expanding, we hope that we can support you. All right. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome back to the Onus Podcast. My name is Erin. I am your host and also the founder of the Onus Collaborative. Today has been pretty good, to be honest, getting a lot of work done, getting ready to go on a walk. So very, very excited. Today, we have Talia, one of our doulas on again. She is out of Washington. We're super excited because we've actually had her on the podcast before, but today we specifically have her on talking about her kids' allergies and what it's like to get babies and toddlers diagnosed with actual, you know, fatal allergies and what that looks like. So hopefully this brings some information to any moms out there, you know, noticing symptoms in your kids and trying to look for answers because there is a lot there and Talia's already taught me so much and I don't even have a baby yet, so... I hope you all enjoy this episode.
1: Rising anxiety in her. Um, And that just breaks my heart because I I don't, you know, she's a baby. (laughs) How are you? You sound stuffed up.
0: Oh, allergies. It's just allergies here. (laughs) It's like 100% allergy season. Oh my
1: gosh. I'm allergic to
0: tree nuts and seeds and our neighbor has like a pecan tree and all of that. So (laughs) I have my EpiPen ready if I need it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh oh my God. Yeah. So I've been doing Um, okay. It's mainly just been like really stuffy and really, really itchy, but I haven't broken out in any hives or anything yet, which is good.
1: Oh God. Yeah. Oh, that's so awful. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. I remember you, us talking about that and I was so shocked because what was it that you had said was something in the family of nuts, mm-hmm. mango or something. Yeah. Mango or something. And I was like, what? Yeah. What do you mean?
0: Yeah. Like everything's related to something. Cause um, I'm allergic to cashews, which is also related to mangoes. And I'm allergic to walnuts, which is also related to peaches and plums oh my god <laughs> <It's> ridiculous <laughs> yeah and nobody tells you that my allergist didn't tell me that it wasn't until I came across a woman at my job she was like because I was working at a place that sold heaps of nuts and I always felt bad and she was like oh like how do you work here and you know like people also react to mangoes who are allergic to cashews and I was like I've never heard that She was like yeah there's cross-reactive fruits that react to nuts and I did heaps of research and there's so many foods and you would never think about because I think cherries is also related to either almonds or walnuts, I can't remember which one.
1: I mean, that honestly makes sense thinking about, like, the pit, you know? Exactly. I mean, it makes sense when I think about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it looks like it. That's,
1: wow. Yeah, allergies are... Wow, so how do you... Yeah, they are crazy, and they the way they... I mean, it's not just set in stone, either, as we are finding out ourselves, like... I mean, I... have you has it always been like this for you
0: well the thing is I actually didn't really eat nuts and seeds until I was older because I never really liked them and I kind of wonder if that was kind of my body oh. like you're not gonna really tolerate it that well you don't like it I, naturally- yeah because I didn't eat it until maybe I was like 21 Yeah. and then when I turned 21 I was eating them every oh single my- day yeah and then I went to the allergist and he was like you're allergic to all of these and I had no clue <gasps> yeah and then I cut them out and I think one day my partner had cashews or peanuts or something and he kissed me and immediately I like broke out in scratches <gasps> and like my eyes swelled up so it's interesting that you can be eating it because I don't think mine is as severe as your kids were. like it's not that severe mm-hmm. like luckily I haven't gotten into anaphylactic shock they said I'm they said I'm on the way there but I'm not there yet that's why oh. I didn't like gave me the EpiPen but, like, if he has it and we, yeah. or if I touch it or if I smell it, I'll usually break out in hives and, like, get really, really itchy and swell up, yeah. So.
1: That is, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And your kids reacted so much younger, though. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, from the very beginning, since, um, I mean, she, like, we had talked to, like, I think I had told you, um, just from me nursing her at, from a couple weeks old you yeah. know w- when they normally hit that colicky they 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 say around like three weeks is what i think around like three weeks is when if your baby is going to have colic that's when they start to show and sure enough she did around that time period and you know i knew nothing i i knew nothing i didn't think that um you know on the contrary it, Uh, I thought okay now that I've had her I can eat whatever I want now of course you know no alcohol and stuff like that I had no idea like okay I still have to be careful about not just what I eat but medications I had just spent the last you know nine to ten months of um, you know being very very cautious I didn't even take Tylenol when I was pregnant because I was just Mm. like so scared and here I am now having her and realizing hold on I'm with nursing and lactating like you still have to be careful what can pass through the milk um so that was like a huge shock to me and I couldn't just take whatever I wanted to take still and I um and realizing that okay it's not even about like how much dairy or egg I was eating like even just a little bit was passing to her yeah so I had to completely cut it all out yeah um And I had never done that before. I'd never had like, I had, I mean, I'd been on like little diets here and there, but I'd never taken out like an actual food before. And growing up in the Midwest, I grew up on a farm eating, you know, full fat milk (laughs) and dairy and just everything. And so this was like, it was a, it was a life change. I mean, it was a lifestyle change for me. Yeah. Um, Have you and
0: your husband gotten tested at all? At all. so
1: no and I actually <laughs> no we haven't and um and and that's just be like because we're we had haven't had any but mm-hmm. I th- um after talking with her allergist yesterday we were like okay I think I think it's time that we actually regardless of us having any kind of reaction that we are aware of I think it is time that we um get tested so we are on our way um I'm at I actually did a 23 and me
0: um a couple days about
1: that yeah yeah and and that is that is something that I'm really excited about as well because it's going to be able to you know shed some light on at least my side of the medical side if there's um something that I don't know about because well and I'm sure there is there is a lot I don't know about because I don't know my biological father's side or history at all so um I'm yeah we'll see if anything happens with that
0: yeah, what well, comes back on the 23andMe? Me? What is it exactly?
1: So it comes back with, um, you can always upgrade it to like more and more, but essentially it'll tell you, you know, what your ethnic, like break up um, your ethnicities um, and race. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will also give you any kind of like your medical history as well, like medical conditions that run in your family. Um, my friend just did one. And she, it, it was so specific in like char- like character traits as well. It said that she had a such so such and such percentage of, um, liking the taste of cilantro, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I was crazy. like, what? I oh, know. and then it all a gene,
0: isn't it? There is a gene
1: for that. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. So I was weird. like, what? So, and then. I know she told me that and I was like what do you what um my it's crazy my my cousin who he was adopted and he was always told that his um his father was Samoan and he did a 23 and he actually found out that he was Nigerian and yeah he's like 30 he's like 33 or something like that um so I mean I, I actually I don't know the clarification if like that means he is Samoan and Nigerian or if he's actually Nigerian and not Samoan at all so but the fact that he I mean he had no idea yeah. so um yeah there's a lot of and there's like historical things too they can tell you like um you know obviously your ancestry so if uh you had certain people in history that you're related to in some way they are able to tell you about that too it's really cool that
0: is really cool is it meant so, to be more accurate yeah. than
1: ancestry DNA I think so. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure. Because my ancestry um, DNA so. is
0: always changing. And I'm like, so now I'm really Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> it changes like every few months. They're like, oh, oh I updated it. and they'll like completely take like one nationality off and add a different nationality. I'm just
1: like oh, How does God. how would that work? Yeah. And like
0: my uncle has tracked our ancestry and he's like, Yes, we have Blackfoot, Shawnee, and Cherokee. And I didn't get any Native uh-huh. American on my ancestry DNA. So I was like, Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll try no, to, like I
1: think to me. You should you should try. I have um I know lots of people who have and they I mean they were connected with like um you know family that they didn't know and that's another thing you can always you get the option to be notified of other family members as well. Um so that's really cool. Um but yeah, I'm I'm very excited especially so to learn about my Filipino side. And then if there's anything else, um, which I'm sure there is, but then also I found out on my mom's side, um, my grandma always, my maternal grandma always talked about like having Jewish, uh, <laughs> Jewish background. And I was like, we didn't, we never knew if she was like being serious or not, but yeah. my mom actually confirmed. She was like, no, I'm pretty sure that, um, that on the Polish side that there definitely is. And I was like, well, I guess I'll find out here yeah. shortly. Oh. So, yeah. There's lots of um a lot of good things about it so I definitely recommend it if you can. I mean it's kind of expensive if um you just do like the base basic one it's like a hundred it's over a hundred dollars and then you can obviously just keep adding up
0: I feel like that's how much the Ancestry one was was it yeah I feel like it yeah. was like 150 to
1: 200 oh yeah. dang
0: the only reason I was like it could be accurate is because it directly links me to my uncle who had also taken it and I didn't know he had taken it oh that was interesting but i was like everything else doesn't really make sense and i don't think they track dna i feel like theirs is more i don't know because when you learn about history you learn that like really it was the spanish who enslaved africans before the british did it so i was like if you guys have spanish on there that would make sense because you would assume mm-hmm. there would have been yeah a lot of rape and that that would have led to a lot of pregnancies but
1: yeah definitely yeah. maybe i'll look at the 23 have to see if they ship to australia though oh uh, I, I think it's international Amazing. I want to say I just yeah because the cool and another cool thing about it I don't know how the your the ancestry one is but like the app you get an app right and that's where all your information comes and um it's a really nice app like yep. so I don't and um yeah I would when you did yours was it a saliva test yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah is that what 23 in is
1: yep mm-hmm. it yeah. came with like this little tube and then you um you had to wait 30 minutes but like before eating or drinking or brushing your teeth um and then fill it up with so much saliva and then once you put the cap on there was this they explained it on the on the app but like when you push the cap down this liquid came into it and the liquid is what keeps it good um and helps like break down everything and get it ready for like the genotype testing and all that so
0: i'll definitely try it you should
1: try i i'm I would, from everybody that I have known who has done it, it's just, like, super interesting. And, like, the things they find out, it's, like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well,
0: I hope you get some answers back, especially about your dad's side, since you
1: don't know that much. Me, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm very excited about that part. And, you know, what? I'm hoping that, well, I, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but it would be nice to get some clarity on, like, the whole allergy thing. Like, if something popped up, it would be like, well, now things make sense, and it's not just, like, this random thing um especially because I mean Gage and I it, it, as far as we know in our family that we've reached out to like we don't know anybody who has these kind of allergies my grandpa on my mom um, my grandpa my mom's dad does have like pretty bad seasonal allergies okay. um yeah. but so but allergies are just so weird I mean <laughs> as you as you know as yeah. as you as you know
0: Yeah, I think it's crazy that I could have that I was eating nuts and seeds for so long and I was so allergic to them. Just yeah, well,
1: what you were saying about um the whole you know, like you're you just didn't really like them. I do, I would, I would say that that was probably your body's natural um aversion because when so when Tavi um when Tavi was a baby, Mm. she uh they, they told us they were like with babies who have like allergies there you'll see them do this like try and oh. get it out of their mouth like that's their body's natural way of uh-huh hmm. um when we tried giving her milk for the first time which is how we um really how we really kind of solidified that she had about ba- a severe allergy um she wouldn't even like she wouldn't even open her mouth to the bottle it was she kept her mouth pursed and like it, it dripped down and that's where all the hives happened it didn't like act, she didn't actually ingest it um which is good on yeah. her,
0: like her, it was her body protecting her like put it on the outside if exactly yeah
1: exactly that's- which is i mean even as a, an 11 month old baby which was how old she was so mm-hmm. i mean it's it's crazy yeah. i'm exhausted yeah. <laughs> from yeah. it so and and Gage and I are like okay so what are we what are we going to do about school because now we're just like we already were really nervous about it Mm -hmm. which is why we were looking for these smaller schools like Montessori these private schools and that's of course a whole nother thing of being uh rejected because of that but um now I'm like I don't know I want just homeschooler but the logistics of that aren't like, we can't do that right now, yeah. so.
0: And it's also, I guess you're still also trying to figure out what she reacted to on the way home.
1: Ex- exactly, well, and so yesterday, so we took her to the allergist yesterday. Her, um, they were amazing. We got in, I, we, I called and explained what had happened. They're like, yeah, well, let's get her in um, this afternoon. So we were able to do that. I talked with her allergist and um, I showed him everything all the pictures explained everything. And he was like, okay, yeah, we're going to do, we're going to do more blood work. And they couldn't do scratch tests because, um, her, she has such severe hives that it's those scratch tests are too abrasive for her skin, which is some, yeah, which is something that I found out. Um, we, when she did the initial testing back when she was about 11 months to 12 months old, she did do, they did blood work and they did a scratch test, um, but we didn't really know anything about hives at that point. Like we knew she would get hives, but we didn't real at that point, we didn't know. And I don't think they did like how severe her hives actually were. Um, We found, he told us that uh, with some, like with some people who have true allergies, the cells will be activated. Like those antibodies will be activated by just something random. It doesn't even have to be that allergen. And I was like, so this could have been something that, it, it didn't have to be dairy or egg related. And he's like, Yeah, it it probably wasn't. It could have been pollen. Maybe she is sensitive to pollen and we don't realize it now. Well, and what do you things do like that? Them? And you know, you we were outside hiking. I know exactly what I said. I was I was like, so how do how do we keep her safe? Yeah. Um and and I mean, so he did, he was like, What I'm what I think we should do right now is at least get her on a daily Zyrtec um, to like try and help, uh, with that. And I was like, okay, absolutely. So she she's taking that every day now. Um, because, and he, cause he said, you know, somebody who has food allergies is much more likely to have bad seasonal allergies. So it could be that too, especially here right now, um, in Washington, like the pollen is insane right now. Um, and I mean, I'm even affected by it and I don't, I don't really get allergies like that. Um, Only when I've been pregnant, have I ever gotten bad allergies? Um, But I'm even like kind of congested. Yeah. So it could, it could have been from that. It could, I have, it could have been cross-contamination from um, something that she ate from, we, we drove through Burger King. We always get the same thing because we know it's safe. Like, well, what she can have is safe, but we always run the risk of cross-contamination anywhere we go.
0: Yeah. um
1: and that's kind of what he said he's like I don't he's like I don't I don't blame you because like you want to live your life and you want her to live her life too but he's like maybe now and we'd already come to this conclusion we're like well we're not doing that we're not doing fast food anymore until yeah. we just can't um yeah. so yeah that kind of limits things as well
0: yeah it's hard so
1: yeah, yeah. um but she is uh she's so brave like kids are so brave it's crazy how courageous they are and like resilient and how much they bounce back like just when she got out of the er she um was you know telling me about how she got an iv how she saw her own blood it was the first time she had gotten an iv and um because they had to keep it in just in case something had happened they, that's how they administered her medication but then also you know if they had to give her more epinephrine it was just quick like that yeah. um but she was very much um just like wanted to talk about that um she wanted to talk about how when we got home uh we'd have some spaghetti and you know she was bouncing back and Gage and I were just like <laughs> Yeah like do you realize what just happened? <laughs> yeah and like you know and we're and trying so hard to to not show that and like show the anxiety and the fear because kids sense everything they yeah. are just they sense your emotions they can sense your anxiety your everything um so trying so hard to like you know at be on that same wavelength and energy level that she's on when we are really feeling like just so much trauma really is so much trauma so yeah. um yeah. Yeah. And so with your daughter, you
0: recognize so was it that she developed colic around three weeks and that's kind of what initiated your journey?
1: So yeah, that's what so that is what initiated that journey. Um I so I took out the dairy and egg, everything, and um that really started that. And then fast forward to um I came back from work. I mean I came back to work from maternity leave. And then I ended up switching jobs. Like I ended up quitting the job that I was at and being and like, being like I'm going to go to this job. And so around four-ish months is when I started my new job. And I was just, I was stressed. Um, I was scared my supply was low. We already had issues with like her latching. So I just like felt this uh, crazy amount of pressure. And um, I was really nervous. I didn't know what I know now about milk supply, but I was really nervous that She wasn't going to be getting enough. So I called our lactation team, um, and like her pediatrician. And I was like, you know, do you think that it's okay if I supplement formula? Um, I didn't really want to, but I, again, I was just really nervous that she wasn't getting enough and they were like, yeah, it's fine. And I'm like, okay, but I haven't had dairy or egg in my diet for months now. Mm. Um, How will that, I'm like really nervous about that. And they're like, oh, she'll be fine. And I'm like, "Mm." something like inside told me, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I'm nervous about that. Not thinking she had an allergy, but just the fact that, um, you know, she, it did seem like maybe that taking dairy and egg out had impacted her. Like, the colic had started to, um, I I don't want to say subside, but it started to get easier. So, um, I was nervous about that, but they said, they're like, you just get her the sensitive, um, the sensitive Similac and try it. Um, but it had dairy in it. And I was like, okay, well, I had a babysitter with her for work and, um, she would, they were going to supplement that formula, just like mix a little bit with my breast milk. And um, I got a call from my friend who was watching her saying that she had tried giving her a bottle and she had, she, she's like, she didn't like it. She batted it away, but um, she's like, she didn't even like really swallow. And her eyes started to swell up almost immediately. Wow. And so Tavi was about, she was in between four and five months old. So she was itty bitty. Yeah. And, um, you know, I am a brand new mom. And I just let, I told my boss, I was like, I got to go. Because I remember thinking, I'm like, I remember um, reading like in school about how allergies can work, how they can work from um, the top down and like already being located near like her throat and everything. I'm like, she can't tell us if she's a baby. She can't say if her throat is closing. And that was my first thought. I was like, what if her throat is closing? So um, I ran home, I got her, took her to the ER and luckily like she was she wasn't having any issues breathing um but her eye was completely just her one eye was completely swelled shut it looked like a fist wow. and yeah and i like i knew that right then and there i'm like it had to have been the formula that was the only thing that was different um and i told that to the doctor and the doctor was like ah that's it probably isn't that like that's too weird and um so that was not like that kind of gaslighting I didn't even know gaslighting was at that point you know I was 23 um and but I knew I was like something doesn't seem right he's like well just try giving her the formula again and see if it if if that happens and I just really did not want to do that
0: that's fair (laughs) but
1: yeah right but I but at this but I was like you know what um we'll we'll see so this this time she was with her her grandma well her nanny who was like her grandma and she was all very well aware she actually has a grandkid who is severely allergic to peanuts so she was well versed in all this and she like she knew um and she gave her a little bit of formula this was like maybe a couple days later and sure enough the same thing happened her eyes started to swell shut we got her to the er again it was a different doctor this time. And this man didn't even like touch her eye, did not, he, he didn't even look really at it. And he said, this has to be pink eye. After, yeah, I, I wish I was kidding. I wish I was kidding. Um, I have never filed a grievance so fast in my life. Uh, <laughs> I did, I did. I was like, this is this is absurd. Um, so, and that really tarnished my view of, honestly uh, getting help because I, I I tried showing him the pictures from before. I explained our entire history and he just, he just didn't want to hear it, um, which is very disheartening as not just a parent, but really anybody, you know, trying to seek help, medical help. Yeah. So from that point on, I just, I was like, well, um, formula isn't an option. I am just going to have to make sure that my supply is amazing and there (laughs) is a supply and she's fine and I didn't I continued to not eat dairy or egg um at all and uh when it was time to introduce her to foods we I didn't give her any dairy or egg and just because like it didn't feel right um and there was one time I think she was this was like around like 10 months old we had dairy queen we had a blizzard and um Mm -hmm. I was, I just was like, you know what, let me give her a little bit of this. Let me just see if, what would happen. And she, I gave her like the tiniest little, like she like licked it, the spoon and she threw it up immediately. And I, and then she started to break out in hives and I was like, Oh my God. So we went to the ER and explained everything. They're like, just don't give her that again. They're like, but they are like, you are going to have to see her, um, they're like it could have been just because you know it was so sweet she's a baby you shouldn't have given that to her to begin with like that kind of a thing yeah and it was just very frustrating because I was like no I'm pretty this has to be the dairy um so fast forward like a month later and I had gotten mastitis I think for like the sixth time and I was just done I was at that point I was like I'm done nursing like this is awful I'm so exhausted and I'm sick and like I'm really really sick this time I was like she, I'm just putting her on whole milk like I have to
0: yeah
1: and uh we gave her a little bit and that was the incident where I mean her, her skin started to literally open up and boil like it was so severe We're, and she didn't she didn't ingest it she pursed her lips and it just like dropped down. And where it did, um, and at that, that point, I recalled and I demanded that see seen allergist. I was like, she absolutely has to. And luckily, that pediatrician was like, yeah, we'll get her. To, we'll get her seen. They made it. They told us that they wouldn't be able to do testing until she was a year old though. And so um, we waited until she was almost a year and that to start the testing. Um, but I was just told with Ezra that um, that's not true, and that he could have been, yeah, he could have been seen earlier. And I was like, "What? Why did they tell me <laughs> anyway?" Um, this doesn't even make sense. But uh, yeah, so we did the testing, and sure enough, she was. Um, they found her to be severely, severely allergic to all egg and dairy. They we came back to do peanut testing and gluten testing, but she was fine like she passed that was fine um so yeah from that point on it was um we just kept everything we could um we became well we were trying uh to become experts and like you know just making sure uh as you know you it can't just you have to go by brand too like you have to be brand specific and even with the brands that you you know you still have to double check everything Mm. which we've come to find
0: yeah, like even so, just like the um, manufacturing, because it'll be yes. like dairy-free, gluten-free, and then it'll be like on the back. But is also packaged <laughs> on the same yes. equipment as something with dairy on it. Like no, then I can't yes, it
1: it. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> um. So everything, yeah, everything. It's just um, which we found out the hard way one time because we were I was making stuffed peppers, and um, you know how you can have like those taco like the taco seasoning packets. Hmm. Well, we had gotten a different brand, or we had a different brand in the cupboard, and I didn't didn't even think about it. This was this was fairly like um, shortly after we found out her, about her allergies, and I just made it. And luckily, she did not go into anaphylactic shock, but she had was violently. Um, violently throwing up and projectile vomiting, very violent. And I probably should have given her the epi to be honest, but I just, I rushed her to the the hospital. Um, she wasn't wheezing, but she, I mean, it was bad. She was, it was so scary. Um, did she ate that one this time. Like, did she actually swallow? She did? She, she swallowed it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, so then I was like, what, you know, what was that? And I had to retrace my steps with everything. And I'm like, okay, I went through the garbage. Um, to look and that's where I found the packet and I looked and I'm like oh wait this isn't the normal brand we use and sure enough there was way in in it and that's dairy um, so yeah it's something where I mean now I feel like we've um, I don't want to say we're pros at it because obviously I mean we've had lots of in, we we've had incidents but like um, compared to you know just like anybody who doesn't have to think about that um, I'll get random people who be like, wait, does is this dairy, they don't even know what dairy is. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, how do you not know? How do you not know that? But I mean, they don't have to think, they don't have to think about that. Yeah. Um, or they think that lactose intolerant is the same thing as, and it's not, um, at the current school that she's at the preschool she's at, which is a military establishment, they have lactose milk and they sent her home with that and I, the first, and I was like, oh my God. It's not like, oh my God. God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because people, people I mean,
0: interchangeably, they're like, oh, it's an intolerance, but it's not the same. (laughs) No,
1: (laughs) exactly. It's not the same. It's not. So, um, you know, and like with Ezra, luckily, um, thank God. I'm just, I'm like, so happy about this that he does not have the same types of like a true allergy like Tavi but he does have um gosh what hold on I have it written down because it's it's called f pies do you know what that you heard of that no. so it's a it's food protein induced enterocolitis <laughs> syndrome and it's a type of food allergy affecting the GI tract so like classic symptoms are um, vomiting diarrhea and dehydration which can lead to severe um, lethargy change in body temperature and blood pressure the good the good thing about all that is that it they usually they they actually do grow out of it typically so um but that's exactly like what happened with Ezra with the eggs he was violently throwing up he was lethargic I mean it it really was so similar to what had happened to Tavi when she was a baby that I was like no he this is an allergy like I I know these symptoms I've seen this um so that like our care with him versus versus Tavi was a complete like 180 we had I had providers who um not just listened but they were advocating on behalf of us um they there was a sense of urgency um I didn't feel like I had to try and convince them of anything like it was it it has been so much easier and I'm very grateful for that but I know like not every like a lot of people actually I'd say the majority of people do not have that experience and they have to like fight for that yeah um or they don't even know how to fight for that. I know that's how I felt. Um, it was just more of like this instinctual, like, no, I have to protect my baby. I'm going to cause a scene, I guess. I have, you know, but not, not everybody um, feels like they can do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: so. And which is I awful.
0: I remember we were talking and you, I don't remember if this was your daughter or your son, but you said that I think you had had milk or something and it was on your chest and when you lifted one of them up they automatically
1: started breaking mm-hmm. out who was that that was Tavi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Tobby. yep and uh yeah and we actually so we found out too with Tavi, um because she so this was i'm trying to this was a like that last week in march so just a couple weeks ago um she had gotten a necklace in the mail from her grandma it, it was it was like in a package of a bunch of other like used things that she was just sending to us. So it was like this really old necklace, like of beads. Um and she put it on uh she put it on her neck and almost instantly she started breaking out in hives on her on her neck. Wow. And I'm like, what? And I'm like maybe there's because so sometimes there are paints out there that have eggshell in them. And I'm like oh my gosh is this one of those paints that has blah blah blah. Um, but of course we couldn't know because the we didn't know because the necklace was Um, it didn't have anything on it because it had been it was old Um, so I brought that up to her allergist when we saw him a couple days after that and he was like you know it definitely could have been that but he's like her hives are so severe that and and she has such sensitive skin that it could just she could just have had a a reaction because of the necklace not because there was dairy or egg in there yeah yeah and he, and again, that could have been what happened that could have set off the the antibodies in her system. Um, the other day, it could have just been something and another allergen.
0: But see, that's terrifying because you want to be able yeah. to live your life, but you don't know what she's going to react to. And pretty much, you almost have to be within a decent, like a reasonable drive of a hospital, then,
1: yeah, yeah. So, yeah. we, um, we are. Gage and I just had this conversation um, right before we got on this call we are supposed to we were thinking about going to Oregon this next weekend this coming weekend to go down to the Columbia River Gorge um Mm -hmm. do a little bit of like adventuring down there but now we've were thinking okay maybe we should hold off on that because um that's an area we don't really know um we and we don't really know what's going on with Tavi right now like is that even safe um I mean there's so many things now that we have to think about um like for example we we always bring extra clothes for the most part when we go out and do things just because you know kids are messy and you just never know what'll happen but um like this time we had I had some extra clothes for her but like I didn't know if if it was if it was even something that we had um she'd come in contact on the hiker if it was something that had gotten in the bag um so I just went and I bought her brand new clothes yeah um because I I didn't know so now it's like okay how um we need like I now we have a separate bag that is completely uh washed um unused clothes and blankets in this like sealed bag that we're carrying around with us now like just in case um but I mean yeah I have no idea and we're we are supposed to we got the blood work done yesterday um so he said that we should have some answers um towards the end of this week um so we'll see yeah, yeah I you I know mean, he's yeah he's testing pretty much for everything We it was tested for everything so hopefully um we'll figure something out I I don't want to I, I don't want her to be allergic to other things but at the same time i kind of hope we do find out something because the whole like it could we don't know like yeah. that kills me
0: yeah
1: i'm like how you know um how
0: are you supposed to be able to go out like, is yeah, it like i just you want her to be able to travel when she's older and like not have to worry like am i going to react to something random that i don't know about
1: yes yeah exactly well and um like I like I was saying earlier she has she already has this anxiety and it's to the point where like she she asks now like does this have dairy or egg in it and it's not just new things it's things that she has every single day she's does this have dairy egg does this have dairy egg and I'm just like baby no it it doesn't she's like are you sure and like and it just breaks my heart because she is terrified like she's actually very scared um and i don't want her to i mean she's only five she's barely five and i don't want her to live her life like that and um or to already have those fears it's so it's just so sad and heartbreaking to me so that's actually something we are we're doing family we're trying we are on the wait list to do family counseling for other things as well but just like but that is something that i want to address um and i want gage and i to have the tools to help her not have these fears. I mean, I completely understand why she has these fears. I am fearful. I am terrified, but I I just, you know, I, I don't want her to um, have this anxiety and this fear at such a young age, or at least I want her to us, all of us to have the proper tools and resources to help her um, cope with it. All of us cope with it really. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So. And so when you did the allergy testing, um is there a benefit of doing blood work over the skin prick Other than the so back so much
1: um i if, if i remember correctly well f- the skin one is more um uh it's like right away you get those results right away yeah. because they so they they do the little the 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 okay. poke and then you're supposed to wait like 15 minutes. When we did it originally with Tavi, it happened so fast, the nurse didn't even leave the room fully. She was like, oh wow, this is already starting to uh, react. And I was like, okay, yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's like a, it'll show you within like 15 minutes. Um, The blood work obviously has to get sent to a lab. Um, And I wanna say, there are certain things that they can't test with one of them, but I might be getting that mixed up with the F pies. Oh yeah. He had said that with, so with what Ezra, the type of allergies that Ezra has, those kind of things you can't like test, like blood test Mm -hmm. or do blood work for. Um, but I think it's just like the, the sense of urgent that the, how fast you get the results. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: so with your son, did you also do blood tests?
1: No, they just did. Um, they just did the prick, the 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 poking, the needles. Yeah.
0: Did he react just as quick?
1: Um, it did start to react, but the um, what reacted was it. It, it wasn't as quick as Tobby's. Okay. It took the whole time, and it wasn't. And they so they also measure it. So what happens is, um, they have this little tool that after they react, they, it's like it kind of actually looks like a cervical dilation. Mm -hmm. um uh tool um and that shows them like how severe it is so they will measure the the reaction on the skin to the size of that and i can't remember if they they have it in like inches or centimeters but um yeah they stopped like originally with tabby when we first got her with the scratch test because the nurse saw how fast she was reacting right, right away. They're like, yep, we're just going to wipe this off now because we're going to measure it and we're going to wipe it off because she's reacting way too fast. Yeah. Um, and I had asked, because at that point, you know, I knew nothing about allergies. I would always heard that, you know, you people reintroduce it to them. Yeah. Um at a certain age. And so I'd asked that. And the the at that point the allergist was like, no. She her reaction was so severe. They're like, you're not leaving this clinic without an EpiPen, first off. Um, and yeah, that that was like a wake-up call for I think Gage and I, where we were like, Oh, this, this is like really holy, holy crap, this is really serious. Um, so yeah, we uh we left with the EpiPen and um i'm trying to think of what and obviously they they told us how to use it and everything but um yeah it was very a, a real wake-up call for us yeah. a shock
0: but it, it even though it was it's such a scary thing to be experiencing it must have been nice to finally get an answer after going to the emergency room at the oh and being dismissed oh yeah
1: no it absolutely <laughs> absolutely like i was I was it, so it was like this back and forth of um relief like this relief like okay we know but then also I, I immediately started thinking about oh my god what are we gonna do for daycare because kids are you know like so gross and not, you know they share everything they just like yeah. you know they they take everything she's not gonna know what her bottle is versus somebody like all these different things started running through my mind
0: yeah
1: um because at this point she was you know with Um, Patty are her nanny her grandma so I hadn't really worried about that um, as much Um, I was worrying about that and I was like she can't even verbalize to us if something's wrong like if her throat's closing all these things like um, my mind started going 100 miles per hour but like everything as a parent you just take it one not even one day one hour at a time you just you talk to who you have to talk to so
0: this is the first part of talia's story when it comes to getting the allergies diagnosed with her son and daughter we will have part two coming next week we had a really long discussion on allergies and it turned out to be like an hour and 30 conversation so the rest of the stories will be coming next week and we are so excited to share them with you and learn a bit more about what is going on and you know how allergies can affect these children you've already heard so much so we appreciate talia coming on and next week we will be sharing part 2 and if you want to reach out to Talia already you can reach out to her on Instagram at indigo rising birthwork um so yeah we will see you all next week